What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Patriots, join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com, Brighteon.tv, Rumble.com slash MG Show. The end won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. we go all fight 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 and fight we will we fight every day right here on the mg show fight 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 we fight every day right here on the mg show <laughs> Bong. i love that shady groove welcome to the show it is uh december 6th 12-6-2023. Oh my gosh. The the whole year flew by, Shady Grove. It really did just fly by. And even so much so that yesterday I announced on the air that I was here tonight and it was this morning. That's how the year has flown by, my friend. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I go, you said to, I didn't say tonight. You said tonight. You said tonight. Go we ahead. have a great <laughs> You know what? We do have a great show for you guys tonight because a lot of people watch the show in the evening, Shady. So you are forgiven, friend. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, he meant to do that is what he's trying to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We love you guys very much. Thank you for joining the MG show here today on uh, rumble.com slash MG show. Brighteon.tv. Brighteon.tv, where we love our producers our executive producer, and our producer-producer. Thank you very much for joining us on Brighteon.tv. Don't forget to go to that Brighteon store, brighteonstore.com, and, and use that code MGSHOW. Christmas is coming. Hurry up. You got to get it shipped out. Let's go. Get over there. Check that store out. It's amazing. And use code MGSHOW anywhere on that site. And, you know, we've got uh, X. Welcome X viewers on Twitter. X, whatever you want to call it. Thank you very much for sharing this show on X as well uh, as we uh, are trying to, you know, get out on multiple platforms. And we're also Red State Talk Radio. Cannot forget Red State Talk Radio because they were the ones that uh, when we got uh, surgically removed when Hunter Biden's laptop dropped by the deep state and federal censorship, 
we went to Red State Talk Radio and we had and it gained a huge number of new followers, Shady Groove. And I think we uh, got out of that echo chamber where all the little psyopers are just psyoping themselves in Deep Dream. Uh, we uh, actually try to look at the news uh, with uh, clear eyes and, you know, not, not, you know, a theory is a theory, Shady, and that's okay. But, you know, some of these theories out there are getting a little psyopy crazy, Shady. Yeah, a little bit murky within the theories out there. A little bit murky of a line being drawn where people are claiming things are true that are actually theories. That's the problem with it. Yeah, Shady, I want to, you know, you, we got a message from a dear friend and fan that we've actually met. What did she say, essentially? It's pretty interesting because, you know, we're questioning, you know, we've been doing this for five years and we actually supported General Flynn. And now we have questions about General Flynn. What, what did she say, basically, Shady Groove? And, uh, Thank you very much for this message because all we want is the truth. We, we want him to answer the questions that we have. I mean, and that's fair, right? That's, that's how it works, right? I ask a question, I get an answer. I don't get attacked by all of his minions and all that, Shady. Is that, it's, that's kind of how it's happening right now. Yeah, and we uh, did get a special message this morning, and it was, uh, I find it unbelievable that other channels are still talking about Flynn like he's one of the good guys. Yesterday was another mind-blowing episode. Yeah, and we're not telling you how or what to think. We're just presenting what we're finding and asking questions. And that's very important to understand, okay? We're not insinuating anything. We're not, do we're just providing information that, you know, that's out there that we didn't dig on because we were blinded by the light, if you will, the seven rays. I don't know. Um, but, you know, guys, we just have questions and that's okay. It's okay to question our quote unquote leaders. Shady Groove, we, 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 if we have questions of Donald Trump, we'll ask him the question too. But boy, I tell you, right now, it doesn't seem like that has any relevance. The person that we're talking about has any relevance in this election in 2024, Shady Groove. No relevance. No, they don't. No, they're not relevant. And like you, you, you said before, you know, most people in the country doesn't even really know who they are. Yeah, exactly. I it, question it all, says Kick Dreaming. And we should. Kick Dreaming, that's what we, that's what us Anons did for how many years? And now Q is bad. You know, they're saying that this Q is bad. You know, people are believing the mainstream uh, narrative of what quote unquote QAnon is. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's being attacked just like Donald Trump is being attacked. Shouldn't that make you question? It doesn't matter who Q is. It's what we all researched is what's the damning part. And it's also the experience that we had together that makes the, the uh, other side or the uniparty, whatever you want to call it, absolutely frantic. And that's why they are frantic, because they understand that you have made a uh, uh, you have achieved an understanding that can't be taken away from you. You know, like once you realize these things, you don't just unrealize them. You you know them and they can't take that away from you. That's right. Uh, G. Westbury says it's super bizarro world out there lately. lately. It really is. It's like the twilight zone. Uh, and then Motorbreath says, wait, what? Q is back? Um, in case, no, there's no new Q post, uh, MB, but, but there are 5,000. Let me, let me just get the exact number of, of drops out there. Um, let me just, uh, oh, it, you know, there's so many drops and we have it all. There's 4,966 Q posts. 4,966. And that's a lot. And all this information that we dug on is damning, folks. And it is to help President Donald J. Trump. Uh, the board people were saying, oh, it's Flynn. But going back and looking at the Q post now, now I may understand why he doesn't like Q, Shady Groove, knowing what we know now.
Well, it, it really is interesting the way that uh, the, that messaging lines up with the mainstream media. Yeah. Uh, Aeon Man uh, said that Q is like a delta point. It's a reference point. It really is. It is. Correct. And news mm -hmm. unlocks the map. You're finding stuff all the time. You know, it's, uh, it's awesome. So I can't wait for the next to last Q post, <laughs> right? Uh, I can't wait for uh, my fellow Americans, you know, we, but you know what this, this is to help President Donald J. Trump, okay? When Donald J. Trump got elected, there was something magical that happened. You know, this Q entity started posting on 4chan, then 8chan, then 8kun, and, and it was amazing. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, okay, Donald Trump's elected, now what? What happened was is we had, you know, uh, uh, intel drops that kind of led us through this quagmire of deep state uh, and, and a little more understanding of what was going on and, and connecting the dots. It's, it's, it's so good, guys. It's, uh, it's not uh, a LARP. It's not something that should be shrugged off. It's something that should be, um, you know, uh, looked at. Uh, and I just got a message from uh, somebody that is very dear to me. And, and she was saying that there needs to be a class on this <laughs> because basically history, his story, uh, is written by the winner, right? And uh, our history is so mucked up and, and we need to understand that as well. So Shady, I, there's just a lot going on and maybe there should be a class. Professor Shady and Professor Matrix will teach a, a class oh! on real history that is uh, plaguing. I love that idea. <laughs> right we'll go to q we don't want to call it q school because somebody already had that but we'll just call it you know uh, real history or uh, i don't know geopol i don't know what to call it shady groove but just the truth you know and and you know if it's a fact it's a fact whether we like it or not if it's a theory it needs to be clearly marked as such and that's really the whole modus operandi of this show shady well, that's the uh, motor, what we thought was the modus operandi of the movement, but we have found out that it's only relevant if you talk about what they want you to talk about. Yeah, but Shady, this is my truth. My truth is the no. The oh, truth is you the don't truth. get your own truth. There's nobody. And then you know, it's funny that the people that you know um, don't question people in general. Uh, you know, he's uh, there's people out there in general saying, oh, Q is bad, and I wouldn't waste my time on it. And then they're still posting Q posts. Mm -hmm. How do they get that it both ways, Shady? How do they get that I'm both ways? I'm not sure, but I'm watching it happen just like you are. Right? It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Tiki, for you, missed the show yesterday. I was so busy, but watched it two times. You, so you did see yesterday's show. Uh, you know, nice. the second hour was interesting. We, we found, uh, you know, and, and again, you know, in regards to that yesterday, that 13 minutes of, of uh, John here to help, a.k.a. Jonathan McGreevy or John Dark uh, White. Ron White. We don't Ryan know. White. Right, right. We're not saying that everything that he's saying is true in there, right? We're just saying, because we can't prove some of the things, like the Ashley Babbitt and the, you know, the terror attack on, the, on, on where Ashley Babbitt worked. We don't know. We can't really prove that. But what I thought was interesting is how we start to wake up towards what, this person has done and what happens to us when we do which was which Realize. he was explaining was very similar to what has happened to this show when we did correct correct right and now he's dead yeah 11 days after he said that he was sorry for whatever happened he got set up somehow or said some you know things online said it was uh you know uh, uh, a fake or whatever made an apology letter to the police and 11 days after that letter, he died at age 55. Yep. 
that makes you question things too. It really does. Now, is everything he say says true? No, but that was part of the point of our show yesterday. Yes, you have to figure out what's true and what's not, and you need to use your discernment. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, go look at this guy. He'll tell you what to think about General Flynn or or you know Mike Sessions or you know all these other Jeff Sessions, whatever." You need to figure it out, and that's the whole thing. The truth is learned. It's never told by me or by Shady or by anyone else. And, you know, j- just do your own research. If you just open, and I don't care if you use Google or any other search, DuckDuckGo, but just do a search. Start researching on your own. Oh, this guy says this. Let me just do a couple and figure it out. Because a lot of times, Shady, the conspiracy theory and the official story, you know, the truth is somewhere in the middle. If that Neither makes sense. of them are right. Correct. Right. Hundred <laughs> percent. And it doesn't. And and if you get attacked for asking questions, that is a red flag. I'm just going to say that right now. That is a red flag. Yeah, especially if you're not intending on being a troll, you are intending to ask questions of people that have positions or people that have authority or people that are raising money. You know, that's another qualification. Yeah. And Shady Groove, I want to, that was just a little opening. I just kind of went into that, you know, um, I don't know why, but I just wanted to kind of wrap up yesterday's show. Again, we don't think everything true or false or whatever. It was just interesting to learn. And it was interesting, the time frame. And it was interesting now that um, he is uh, no longer with us, uh, Shady Groove. That was pretty interesting. So without any further ado, Trump is going to be a dictator on day one. <laughs> I've oh. never thought that I'd not wait for for my dictator on day one. I can't one wait only. to have the first day dictator. Yeah, just the first day dictator. But that's what we're that was that's what we're clamoring for. Yeah. So we're gonna cover a little bit of the Trump stuff that happened in Iowa. It was epic, even though Sean Hannity is kind of a you know whatever. Uh, but we'll be boom. right back right after beautiful boom messages. The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. Brighteonstore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG's show when you call. Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighteon.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk 
Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you've done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, my slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. And welcome back to the MG Show, where we have a new commercial. Shady Groove, well done. Shady, welcome back to the show. MyPillow.com. Call 1-800-873-0478. 800-873-0478. Get your Christmas shopping done now on MyPillow.com using that code MG Show. Shady Groove, wow. Good job, brother. And thank you for that. Well, thank you, and thank all of you out there for what you do. You know, this is really about all of you, and uh, just like I said there, we wouldn't be here without you. It's a real thing. It's something that I am uh, extraordinarily proud of, to be quite honest, that we don't need some other peripheral circumstance or support, that we're able to do this off of your support. That leaves us free to be able to think and say and ask the questions that we want to ask that we think you would be curious about. Yeah. Uh, Steph Annan says she loves her My Slippers, her My Pillow Slippers. MyPillow.com. Use awesome. code MG Show. Get yourself some now. Shady Group, I want to quickly talk about RFK Jr. Okay. Yep. I want to play this little clip right here. And uh, it's over for RFK Jr. Check it out. You weren't ever on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993. And I was on it in, and I went to Florida with my wife and uh, two children. 
to visit my mom over Easter. Um, my my wife had some kind of relationship with Glenn Maxwell, and they offered us a ride to Palm Beach. So I went then, and then on another occasion, I flew again with my family, with I think four of my children, and um, and uh, and Mary, my wife, to Rapid City, South Dakota to go fossil hunting I, uh, for a weekend and uh but other otherwise i was i was never on his jet alone i you know i've been very open about this from the beginning this was in 93 so it was 30 years ago 93 before anybody knew about this was in 93 guys Jeffrey Four ninety-three. Uh, you know his nefarious issues and i agree with you that these all of this information should be released um and we we should get real answers on what happened to jeffrey epstein and any of the high level political people that he was uh involved with all of that should be open to the public it should be absolutely transparent and you know i don't see why any of those records would have any redactions in them why would we be hiding that from the american public well you might Hey, hey, why did my wife go fossil hunting? Is that digging up bones, Shady Groove? What, what are you fossil hunting for? Boy, isn't that an interesting <laughs> set, of, set of comments there? Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. Great questions. And uh, interestingly enough, the person that he's talking about, his ex-wife, uh, she committed suicide in, uh, I think, 2012. Mm. Pretty weird, Shady Groove. Yeah, it's pretty weird, weird about but... And, you know, did you guys look at his diary yet? I mean, you guys need to go look up RFK Jr.'s diary. And if you support this guy for president, great. But I'm in, all in, for Trump 2024, Shady. Well, there, there's just too much stuff. I mean, you know, it, it has nothing, you know, you just take away the current things, start looking back to the past, and you start seeing a number of different issues with this guy that clearly show that he is not pro-america he is going to be someone that goes along with the globalists he's going to be someone that is going to push climate change agenda he's going to be someone that capitulates to this transgender thing that's going on and a number of other issues and it's very interesting the way that he was rolled out into maga like he is some sort of uh uh, hero that he's going to be vice president for Donald Trump and all this other nonsense that was going on circa what six eight months ago. It's just very interesting to see all of this play out. And again, the psyopers out there were in full bore over this one. Yeah, they sure were. I want to quickly do this, Shady. I want to cover a, a Delta yesterday, twelve five twenty eighteen. It has a Fox D5. News article. Huh? D five. It has a Fox D5. News article. It's all just a conspiracy. Nothing to see here. Nothing is happening. Russia, Russia, Russia. Q. And it's got this Fox News article, right? And uh, let's just go ahead and look at this one. It says, Obama-era FBI leadership team hollowed out after latest retirement. And that's on D5 of 2018. Another FBI official who helped. I'm sure Flynn isn't in here. Oh, wait. When Trump took office, Comey decided to memorialize conversations between two the two regarding the FBI's investigation into Russian meddling. One of the memos detailed a conversation the two had in February 2017 regarding Trump's former national security advisor for 23 days and his communications with Russian Ambassador Sergei Kisilak. 
According to Comey's memo, Trump, this is this is probably fake news. Trump asked that the former director shut down the investigation into Flynn, allegedly making the infamous statement, I hope you can let this go. Hmm. Uh, guys, I want to give you another epiphany. If you go look up, nothing is happening. Wait, nothing to see here. Nothing to, if you go look up, nothing to see here. You're going to notice that it has to do with Flynn. There's 40, over 40 nothing to see here posts. And I'm in two of them. I, you know, mine was the playbook. And it says, think of context, nothing to see here. So it's very interesting, guys. I'm just giving you guys a little bit of what I've noticed. Go ahead and, uh, you know, check it out. And now, in my opinion, Shady Groove, and this is my opinion, the reason why he was pardoned is because he, so he couldn't finish the wrap-up smear on Donald J. Trump. That's my opinion. Interesting. Because if it went to court and all this Russian connection with his quote-unquote national security advisor, that could, that could be dire to Trump. That's why Trump had to separate. And Trump did separate, guys. Trump mm -hmm. separated from him and Roger Stone. 2015, Roger Stone. He's not an advisor to Trump. Or 20, 2018. Yeah, yeah, you right around in the 23 days, whatever it was after. <laughs> From yeah, the beginning of the, of the administration. Yeah. yeah, so that would have been in February of 2018. Yeah. So I want well, you guys, you know, if you, if you guys, if you guys uh, you know, go into, here it is right here, and you just put nothing, and this is QAGG.news, nothing, N-O-T-H-I-N-G-2-C, here. There is... Uh, yeah. 44 drops of nothing to see here. And you're going to notice something very interesting, folks. And in fact, one of my first cues, there's me. This is one of mine here. This is uh, nothing to see here. Scavino, Army Chief of Engineers, all future constructions. How long have we known fake news attacking us daily? Nothing to see here. Who's attacking everybody, guys? Nothing to see here. This, you know, it's very interesting if you go look at all this stuff. FBI brass hollowed out. This is the D5. And then there's my first Q ever, second Q. I think it's my second Q ever is this one right here. Twitter.com in the matrix status. Do you believe in coincidences? Think of context. Nothing to see here. So are they using the playbook against me? New playbook needed? Very interesting, Shady Groove. That's all I'm saying. Like I said before, like going back and looking at these now, they all look different. Yeah, they do. And this is what Q right here. This is my thread timestamp whistle truth to power Snowden. I mean, we need to go back and look at all of these threads, guys. This is what I did. Yeah, someone, guys. I did look at these threads, Shady Groove. And, and yes, we yeah, did someone call asked about what, what you meant by uh, your Q. That just means that uh, a, a point of which Q mentioned his account is what he's referencing there. Yeah. Point, he, yeah, Q dropped a post on the chans going to twitter.com slash in the matrix and whatever post right. it was. Yes, that's right. what it means mm -hmm. to get viewed. Pretty interesting, guys. So just uh, something to, to look at, folks. And, you know, trying to, you know, trying to do this. I thought I read the drops all wrong because everyone loved Flynn. I know. We don't know. It's interesting. So just trying to, you know, put, put that into context, guys.
Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. And if you cannot, so if you cannot see, cannot see, cannot see here. Nothing. Okay. Uh, this is uh, President Donald Trump. Let's get into this real quick. Uh, how can he get a fair trial? Does anybody really think that Trump can be given a fair trial in New York by this horrible person? Enemies, we will fight back to your attempt to bring Trumpism to New York City. He's called me disgraceful. me a racist we've got to stand up to an, an administration which is too male too pale and too stale that's racist President of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, that I campaigned against him. That is not true. This illegitimate president who sits in the White House. That president, because he's not my president, he's an illegitimate president. His days are numbered. His days are numbered. We've got to get ready to mobilize, and we've got to get ready to agitate and irritate until victory is won, but more importantly, until Trump is defeated. We will all rise up and resist this man. And ultimately, we'll bring him down. President, I'm going to give you the same level of respect you gave to President Obama, and that is absolutely no respect at all. Donald Trump has got to go, hey, hey. That is not true. Wow. So Donald Trump is the dictator, right? Yeah. So again, we see this specific uh, chain of events play out. This lady was full bore, like coming against Donald Trump in every single thing that she was saying. Like there was literally nothing that she was saying as she was running that wasn't, I'm going to get Donald Trump. She called him all of those different things that we just showed you before he ever mentioned the lady's name, you see? And so she comes out and levies all of these different accusations and attacks and smears and all of this terrible stuff about Donald Trump. But whenever Donald Trump comes out after she's done that and retorts back to her and explains back to her what's wrong with her and what her issues are and what names he wants to call her and considering she was calling him names, then all of a sudden she is the victim of the situation. The victim of the situation is not the person with the power 
and the person with the power in this moment would be the DA and the person who is representing the government. The government are the people that have the power, not the individuals who are being persecuted by the government. And for however much you might hate Donald Trump, you cannot turn this around on him. He was not asking for any of this. Nobody was complaining about his bank loans. This is the only thing that these people could find in the city of New York to go after Donald Trump about. And think about that, how miraculous that is, considering that he's been a businessman in that city for 40 or 50 years, and this is all that they could come up with. I think that that should speak more volume than anything that this crazy lady speaks out about or says. Yeah, and you know, he's um, paid his loans back. Everybody made money. Everybody's happy. Huh. No complaint. No, mm -hmm. No complaint. No injured party. And that's part of the that's part of what we're fighting for. If you're fighting for America, is you're fighting for a judicial system that only understands whenever there is a victim in the situation. The the discussion between federalist and anti-federalist and all of this has to do with the idea of is this does the state, does the federal government have the power to prosecute without an injured party? That's that's the discussion we've been having for over 250 years here. And the Civil War basically emboldened the federalist system to say that the government can lord over you you know it's also interesting she's talking about following the rules and all this stuff and she didn't follow the rules in her own uh no, no, going for age no. she gave too much money to everybody guys that's exactly. against the law dinesh went to jail for that trump had to pardon dinesh mm -hmm. remember because he had made a couple of excessive donations i think it was like five thousand dollars or something was too much yeah yeah yeah, um, I don't think those are her, um, Poussant. That is um, Stacy. Uh, oh from, no! <laughs> yeah, everybody's thinking that that's her. It's not her. That's Stacy Plaskett. Stacy Plaskett. Yes. Yeah, everybody is posting Stacy Plaskett's topless, saying that it's Letitia James. This is where you look dumb, guys. You see what I'm saying? Right. Uh, but if mm -hmm. she does have topless shots, that's great. I don't. I haven't seen them yet. I've seen everybody using Plaskett, so I haven't seen that's it. That's what. They're so just. No, I'm saying careful. the same thing that you're seeing. Yeah, just be careful. This is why we have to, you know, make sure. Because, okay, because you're using that. You're using you. Exactly right. You're using that or trying to spread that around, and other people out there. I mean, they're, they're, they're it's that's like bait. They're giving you bait. They're 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 trying to goad you into thinking that yeah. so that so yeah. so that you can be painted as a monster Trump supporter. Right. Right. And, and you're actually wrong if that's the case. Now, I, I'll confirm that I don't think she has any naked pictures, Letitia James, on the internet. I know Stacey Plaskett does. And she was the impeachment matter for Donald J. Trump. That's worse, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> well, what uh, I've seen is the Plaskett images being spread around and people calling Plaskett Letitia <laughs> James. And so if there's other stuff out there, it's possible. But that's what I've seen. Yes, that's what I've seen too. So, and that's a psyop, guys. You're being psyop because you didn't go research. You didn't. So, here's what you do: if you see somebody saying that this is somebody, take the picture and go to tinei.com. Tinei, T-I-N-E-Y-E.com. You can do it from your phone too. Take that picture, save mm -hmm. it to your photos. Go to tinei.com, upload the photo, and see where it goes. It's very amazing. And it'll show guys. you the history. It'll show you the history of the photo. It'll tell you if it's a, uh, a, a original. That's, you know, if you take a photo out of your phone and put it in there, it's obviously not going to be anywhere on the internet, but if you take something yeah. that, it, you, that someone's claiming and making a claim that it's someone and put it in there, you'll see the source material pretty quick. I mean, it's a fantastic tool.
uh, off and on says, clearly I need to do a lot more research on topless images. <laughs> oh, we're not, not suggesting that. That's not what we're doing. Yes. E-Y-E. So I want to show you this. This is about over a decade, Shady Groove. This is uh, Mayorkas, along with Joe Biden, talking about the great replacement theory. Oh, great replacement theory. Check Hmm. this out. Not only are Muslim communities, but African communities, Asian communities, Hispanic communities, and and the wave still continues. It's not going to stop, nor should we want it to stop. As a matter of fact, uh, um, it's one of the things I think we can be most proud of. So, uh, so there's a second thing in that black box, an unrelenting stream of immigration, nonstop, nonstop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America, absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Not only our Muslim community. Mayorkas is sitting right next to him talking about the great replacement theory. What's happening today, Shady Groove? A relentless stream of illegals coming into this country. That's exactly what I was going to say. We are sitting there looking at an endless stream, the 100% to the T. What Joe Biden was saying there way back then is now uh, he's, he's accomplishing it. And this is part of what we've been saying on this show about the idea of like, you know, we used to tell people, we try to tell people, like, Hey, this illegal immigration thing, you know, they're doing this on purpose. It's not really something that they can't control. The the Republicans and the Democrats can't agree on this. It's not an issue of contention or policy. It's an issue of the reality that they don't want to do it. Now we have a situation where they're completely 100% sending them across the border. You can see it clear as day, and nobody in your media will acknowledge it. I think that we were listening earlier today. They're saying if you cross the border, you're getting like a $5,000 check and a plane ticket to wherever you want to go. Not to mention the idea that you owe the cartel for getting you there to begin with. Boy, that's going to be a quick payment, right? If the cartel or if the government is depositing $5,000 into your account where you can pass that right over to the cartel and take care of part of your bill to get here. We have our government giving people in this country $5,000 gift cards. Hey folks, Sheriff Lamb here. So I got a truth bomb for you. You know, we see all these people coming across, mostly military age men coming from China, from Africa, from all over the world. Uh, Most of them not even being vetted when they come in here. But here's what's really gonna bother you. When these folks come across and they're processed, they're being given a cell phone, a plane ticket to wherever they wanna go in this country, so probably to a community near you, and a $5,000 visa card. So while this Christmas season, you're struggling to keep your lights on, uh, while you're struggling to pay your rent, put Christmas presents under the tree for your kids, we have our government giving people that came into this country illegally $5,000 gift cards. That's the truth, folks. God bless. It's not a joke. Think about that. 
Think, think, think about the, 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 the number of homeless people. Think about the number of veterans. Remember what Trump did for the veterans? He was like, oh, well, you could just go to any hospital, get your care, and, and we'll reimburse it. That's not going on anymore. Now they're being put out on the street. Now, now they're taking, they're throwing them out of nursing homes. I saw a story the other day, I think it was New York, where they're throwing a guy who's been in a nursing home for like 10 years, they're throwing him out so that they can bring illegals into a nursing home. Young people, they are trying to obliterate everything you know about your society. For the younger generations, you are lost. If you're here in this show paying attention to me according to the state and the government, whatever, you're lost. They don't care about you. You're already uh, off, off the rail. They care about the young generations. They care about the people that they're now currently weaponizing to think that they need to look down and cut their genitals off. Okay. That's who they're, that's who they care about. That's who they're pandering to. And that's who they're passing on this nonsense about what America is saying that we're colonizers and all this stuff. Can, can anybody, can anybody point to me a name of a conquistador from America? I just like to know because it's like they go into this whole thing about us colonizing the world or whatever this nonsense is that they're screaming and yelling at the Lincoln project. Conquistadors came from Portugal. They came from Spain. They came from Britain. They came from the Northland. They came from Ireland. They came from all over Europe. Conquistadors who went and ravaged the, 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 uh, uh, societies that were in the Americas were not from America. In case you need to explain that to your young Democrat friend out there who's been weaponized by this horrible school system that they're put through. But Shady, you know, the National Women's Law Center president, Fatima Goss-Graves, she's the liberal witness at the Title IX hearing yesterday. She says that female athletes should learn to lose gracefully to biological men. What like the hell is going on? School sports depends on a whole range of factors, including how hard you work and coaching and access to really good resources and facilities. And trans students participate in sports for the same reason as their kids, because it is fun, because it creates belonging and community, because it teaches so much about persistence and leadership and and discipline unless they learn to lose gracefully, hopefully. And often they learn to win with dignity, hopefully. Um, they learn to do the sort of work that means you have higher grades and stay connected to school. I want every kid to have that chance, to have the chance to play. So I feel compelled to just end my testimony with a few ideas for the committee to pursue if it really wants to work on this issue. We could make it safer for student athletes who report harassment uh, and sexual The trans community is less than 1% of the American population. Yes, like 0. 0.02 or something. Are you guys nuts? And why are we allowing this to happen? Even AOC, AOC, I saw some comment from her that I posted about earlier saying that, oh, you know, this is going to mean that every girl has to have a genital exam to participate in sports. When have you not had to have a medical exam to participate in sports? Like that's like since the beginning of time. Call me crazy. <sighs> You're crazy. Thank you. Uh, here's here's a one. Here's Joe Biden last night. Oh, wait. 
That was that was the meme of him holding the lighter to try to see everybody. Hang on. Here's that. <laughs> Would you be running for president if Trump wasn't running? I, I expect so, but look, he, he is running, and I just I have to run. Would you drop out if Trump runs out? No, not now. So that's interesting. So if so, would you be running if Trump wasn't running? He said, I, I expect so. I have to run because he's running. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting because he knows he has to protect what it is that he has to cover up. It's a lot of stuff and he has to protect the whole system. He's currently in charge of protecting the FBI, the DOJ, the State Department, the CIA, the military-industrial complex, globalism in general, trans, climate change, you name it. That's what Joe Biden is there for, and he knows that Donald Trump will end up in all of it. And so they're fighting to keep that. Liz Cheney screaming about, oh, they're going to take, yeah, they're going to take your ability to game the system away they're going to put back in some sort of idea of lady justice being blindfolded. That's what yeah. they're really afraid of. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, Keck Productions, get them shady. $25 Rumble Rant. Thank you very much, Jeremy. We love you, brother. And, uh, you know, this is to, for them to stay out of prison, guys. They got to run. You know, haven't you figured it out yet? It's not about Trump's corruption. It's about their corruption. I saw somebody just ask if I was from Cave Junction. No, I am not from Cave Junction. I'm not far away from Cave Junction, about an hour and a half, but I am from Boone, North Carolina. Ah. All right, so I posted this. Um, I don't want anybody thinking I'm from Cave Junction, Jeff. I'm sorry. I, I, I posted Okay, I posted this on uh, Twitter the other day, and it looks like Jack Poso uh, got the actual... Uh, nod from donald trump because you know that's what they do uh but check this out no they desperately want trump gone and i i know that they desperately want it codified that trump cannot run again because make no mistake they remain scared to death of you and they remain scared to death of trump uh, trump 75 million 80 million votes and i'm going to tell you you're not going anywhere even if trump does you're not they can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again, which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They believe that they can, they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. So who here in this movement is trying to separate Trump from MAGA? Anyone? I'll give you three stars if you get the answer right. And isn't it interesting that all of the, uh, I'm sure you're hearing it too, all the people that are out there saying that Rush would be a supporter of DeSantis now and all of this nonsense that they're putting pushing forward, trying to act like that he would not be a supporter of Donald Trump any longer. Where's that coming from? I mean, yeah. who's generating that? Because there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever that Rush Limbaugh would be in the tank for anyone other than Donald Trump. I was actually someone who was pretty impressed with the way Rush brought in Trump and treated him, considering the way Rush has been on the air for a number of years, 
toward the establishment. And he kind of goes at people in this unusual way. But with Donald Trump, it was different. He understood. Rush Limbaugh understood at the core what we had to do in America. And he understood that Donald Trump was getting to that end. So like uh, doing things that were to that, uh, to that goal. So, you know, I just think it's funny that they're trying to, in my mind, they're smearing Rush by saying he would be supportive of any of these other yeah. idiots. I mean, Trump gave him a, a medal of uh, honor, you know, at, at the, uh, at the uh, State of the Union. Uh, Keck Productions, their panic is real. You're darn right their panic is real. They are panicking. On, they're trying to back Nikki Haley. Uh, Democrats <laughs> are backing Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. You guys understand that, right? Funding Trump them. 24, period. Not MAGA 2024. We need oh, to make it no. Yeah, yeah, because because we're, we're some, somebody's trying to confuse people out there. There's people out there that are trying to act like you can have MAGA and not Trump. I'm not convinced of that fact. I'd like to see somebody try to argue with me over that because, in my opinion, there is no such thing as MAGA without Trump. Boom. They can't separate Trump from MAGA at this point. There is nobody that can fill his shoes right now. Shady Grove. And by the way, Trump on retribution. He did say he's going to be a dictator on day one. Let's let's play that real quick. <laughs> promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, for? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not, oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be... I'm going to be, you know, he keeps, we love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So Donald Trump laying out his vision for America in a packed town. And their heads are popping, guys. Their heads are popping because of that statement. And I love it, Shady Grove. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen whenever he was saying it. I was watching it last night. I knew that their heads were going to start rolling. It wasn't 20 minutes before they're flipping the hell yeah. out of it. Even Hannity flipping out. Say goodbye to Brighton. Brighton, we're going to say goodbye to you. We love you guys very much. We're going to continue the next five minutes over here on rumble.com slash MG show. Uh, we'll see you over here. Uh, Brighton.tv. We love you guys very much. We're out. See you guys tomorrow on Brighton.tv. Shady. What was your favorite quote from uh, last night's interview? I asked the, the question on Twitter last night. Mine was that the only thing they're good at, cheating on elections and talking points. I thought that was one of my favorite quotes right there. Oh, that was, that was an epic quote. What, my favorite part was not a specific quote necessarily, but my favorite part was like right in that area where you just played that clip from. Donald Trump made a comment and then Hannity says, Oh, well, you know, I give you my advice, but you never take it. And Trump kind of looked over and he's like, Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> that was my favorite moment. Also, this was pretty interesting. Michigan Anon uh, 93 or T Lawler uh, posted this. Check this out. A friend of mine called me who's not in politics. He says, Could I ask you a question, President? Why? How come you're only winning by 18? He doesn't realize they have certain constituencies that bring them up to like 38 or 39. Actually, brings them up to 38, 39, and he's at 35. So that a friend of mine called me who's not. So 38, 39 wow. is it's time to wake up. It is time. It is time to wake up, folks. 
Uh, let me copy that link, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, share it with you guys here in Rumble, rumble.com slash show, right there. That's uh, T. Lawler right there, a.k.a. Michigan Anon, and Junior just went to sleep. So that's good. He's uh, getting, getting his rest. We need, a, we need our Patriots to rest. And also, Shady Groove, those that don't seek election, a re-election are under control. Shady Groove, check this out. And breaking news now, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is leaving the House. He will not seek re-election. And he details this and announces it in a Wall Street Journal opinion editorial. And he says, I'm leaving the house, but not the fight. My work is only getting started in my next chapter. I'm an optimist. How could I not be? I'm the son of a firefighter. For 17 years, I served in the same congressional seat, the same office in which I was once denied an internship. Only in America, he says. Now, you'll remember it took him north of a dozen votes to get the speaker seat. And then once he had it, he had agreed to a situation where someone could come forth with a case against him and get him ousted. And that's what happened. So now he's determining he will not seek reelection as a representative and will leave at the very end of this year. Breaking news with former House Speaker, former also representative. Wow. Quitter. Yeah. Set your alarm, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, wh why aren't you finishing out your term? You know, it's like, it's, it's just interesting to me to see how these people that turn out to be representatives don't really give two, you know, what's about representing you. What they give a two, you know, what's about is their own ego, their own image and their, uh, own particular ability to make deals behind, behind closed doors. And, and McCarthy is pretty much just exactly that. I mean, there's not many that aren't, though. Maybe they can give uh, his seat to a Democrat, Shady. I, th I think that'd be a great idea. Maybe they could give his seat to a Democrat, and then we maybe we can give the seat that they just threw, uh, what was his name, Santos? They just threw him out in New York. Maybe we could hand that to a Democrat, too. Get a couple less Republicans to vote for what it is that you think and feel. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't be great? Considering there's only like 211 of them anyway. 217, whatever. Dick Durbin was asked about the Jeffrey Epstein flight log, Shady Grove. Durbin, can I ask you a quick question? Um, why won't you subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs? So who are you? Hillary Vaughn with Fox. With Fox, of course. Uh, I don't know anything about his flight logs. But why won't you subpoena them? Why don't you want to know? I don't know the issue. I know who Epstein was. But I certainly don't know anything about the issue. Well, he was charged with sex trafficking, so why don't you want to know who was utilizing his never, private plane? Never been raised by anyone. Well, Senator Blackburn has wanted to subpoena them, and there hasn't been a vote in your committee. He said a word to me, not a word. But aren't you curious, <laughs> like, what high-profile or powerful people might be closeted predators and pedophiles? Doesn't that concern you? So why won't you subpoena them if you can't? Because I'm on them. Anyone has raised it. Thank you, Fox. So do you, are you curious about it? Will you do it? For the life of me, Shady, I cannot figure out why Dick Durbin doesn't want to release. It doesn't make any sense. No, I agree doesn't. with you. You know, looking around everywhere and trying to find an association or a connection or some sort of reason. I mean, it must just be stupidity, Jeff. The guy must just have, you know, rocks for brains. 
Rocks for brains, or he's on the flight list many, many times. Dick Durbin and Bill Clinton gotta love him. Oh, Shady tuned for hour number two of the Matrix Groove Show live on Red State Talk Radio. Coming right up after these words in the Matrix with three X's.com. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? The Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighteon.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you've done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG show when you call. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, my slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from 
my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to my pillow to your promo code to get deep discounts on it. Receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. Things are taking all the good we got. Don't turn it back. Hell, I'll be damned. I think I'm turning into my old man. Am I the only one willing to bleed? Take a bullet for being free. Screaming, what the fuck at my TV? For telling me, yeah, you're telling me that I'm the only one willing to fight for my love, red and white, and blue, burning on the ground. Another statue coming down in a town need watching threads of old glory come undone. Come on, guys, sing it. You guys know the words. Am I the only one not brainwashed? Making my way through the land of the lost who still gives a shit and worries about his kids as he try to undo all the things he did. Am I the only one can't take no more screaming? If you don't like it, there's the fucking door. Save the freedom we've been fighting for. It was something more. Yeah, it was something more. Am I the only one willing to fight for my love of the red and white and the blue? Burning on the ground, another statue coming down in a town need. Watching the threads of old glory come undone. 
I'm not the only one Singing along every time they play a Springsteen song. Love you, Stella. Am I the only one sitting here? Still holding on, holding back my tears For the ones who paid with the lives they gave God bless the USA I'm not the only one Willing to fight For my love of the red and white And the blue Burning on the crowd Another statue's coming I'm not the only one. We got you guys here at the MG Show. God bless you all. I can't be the only one. Whew, I love that song. Thank you, Aaron Lewis, and cheers to you guys. Thank you, Stella, for a $100 Rumble rant. My God, thank you so much. Much, much needed. We needed that. Uh, and now we can thank you so much. Uh, Shady Groove, welcome back to our number two. You're not the only one. We're here with you. No, you're definitely not the only one. None of you are the only one. And, uh, you know, that song has a special meaning to me as far as, like, thinking about America, thinking about what we're all fighting for, thinking about the country. Uh, thinking about a few of those that we lost as well. Uh, we're all mad here, kind of coming across my mind as we were listening to that. Uh, she passed away a little while ago, and uh, we're fighting for them too. You're not the only and Mikey's one. Brother. Mikey, it reminds him of his brother. Mikey, thank you. God bless you. And rest in peace to your little brother, brother. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to call you Milky. I'm not going to call you Milky. I'm going to call you Mikey. I can't believe I said that. He only Milky. calls you Milky whenever he doesn't like what you post. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, that was a you know a really nice rendition of you know, the acoustic version of that song, and it uh, hit home the other day when I watched it, and I wanted to share it with you guys today. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Here we are, another day. Wow, it's Wednesday, hump day. Hump day, Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. Guess what day it is? Eddie Mike, speaking of Mike, 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 we got Eddie Mike, 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 Mike saying, finally have a few wood chips to throw wood chips to throw in the pile. Love oh, you guys. Thank, thank you. you for being awesome. Then we got Shine on 47. I almost want to donate a penny or nickel to Flynn, LOL. Oh my God. No, no, I'm just kidding. You can do whatever you want. We're not saying anything positive or negative right now about anything. We're just asking you guys to think for yourself. That's all. And consider the That's information. All. 
Shady, I kind of like this. Uh, let's. Uh, I, I want to. Uh, let's look at uh, Tucker. Did you see that uh, another half? So, so there's a couple of them, Shady. There's two of them that are pretty good that I like. Uh, we didn't play the one. Want to be happy? Care about the opinions of people who love you? Did we play that one when he was in Tampa? I think we did. Um, but then there's like another one. Play. Yeah, uh, Zinfa uh, got twenty dollars in it. Uh, thank you, sippy cup. We love you, brother. Um, another half demented 80 year old telling you about things he doesn't understand. These are our leaders. Let's watch a little bit of this because it's pretty good. And it's like we're living in the twilight zone, folks. I mean, it, it, really, it really is, is the twilight. What's up is down, right is left. I mean, I mean, in my day, you know, Generation X, you know, if I went to my parents and said, I'm a girl, I would have gotten the crap beat out of me shady crew uh we never had these issues we also never had you know schools full of special needs kids uh we only had a classroom maybe with a few um and you know that has to be the vaccines there's got to be something what changed well the vaccines changed you know it's all, all common sense everything is upside down right now shady groove well people people used to people used to shame you for saying dumb stuff you know like no one does that anymore. You know, it's like if, if in our day, if we were to come home as a kid and say something like that, then our parents would literally mock us <laughs> and talk about how <laughs> dumb we are. <laughs> and yes. would come to mind for my, in my household. Uh, I mean, you know, it's crazy. You know, if you get too stupid, yes. <laughs> and, you know, and now they're, they're in front of, of America saying, well, you know, you women need to like accept losing because trans men, uh, what is going on? Yeah, uh, Riley Gaines came back at uh, uh, what's her name yesterday pretty hard. That was a pretty awesome little little clip that she garnered from uh, the one lady talking about it yesterday. So Poussant says, uh, "Oh my gosh, thank you, Poussant. You did not need to do that. Um, uh, I tithe where I get fed. You guys uh, feed me daily. Wish it would be ten times this. Love you. Thanks for what oh, you do, and thanks for what you do, Poussant. Thank you. Um, she's been a part of our lives for." Way too long, Shady Groove. I mean, no. I mean, for a long time. <laughs> you said that completely wrong. I said it wrong. You know I love you. She's like my big sister. We have a lot of fun together. So, so you know, we have a bunch of, uh, you know, half-demented 80-year-old men yelling about things that they don't understand. Uh, these are our leaders. Uh, they don't care about our future because they don't have one of their own. Very interesting point. Here's Tucker Carlson. Check it out. If there's a single your leader sums up the moment we're living in. It's a group of half-demented 80-year-olds sitting around yelling about things they don't really understand. And no, that's not Thanksgiving dinner with the grandparents. It's our federal government, an organization run by people who don't care about the future because they don't have one. There may be no one in the country who cares less about the future of the United States than climate czar John Kerry, who turns 80 next week. Kerry turned up at a conference in the Middle East the other day and announced that at his advanced age, He's become a, quote, militant on the subject of coal-fired electricity plants. Watch this. There shouldn't be any more coal-fired power plants permitted anywhere in the world. That's how you can do something for health. And the reality is that we're not doing it. So, um, you know, the measure here is, is really uh, sounding the alarm bell. I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. Now, this is an emissary <laughs> of the fable. And so just so you heard that at the end, um, it went. 
uh, did, did you hear that, Shady? Check it out. Ability for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. Now, this is an emissary <laughs> of the fabled <laughs> former presidential candidate, a long-serving United States senator. What are people saying about what John Kerry just said? Well, in case you're wondering about the Biden administration's prestige and influence around the world, you should know that absolutely nobody cares what John Kerry thinks or even listens to him. Leaders in every adult country on the planet understand that what he's saying is nonsense, if not totally insane. Because these are people with economies they need to tend to and people they need to feed. They don't have time for self-harm. China, for example, burns more coal each year than the rest of the world combined, and that will not change. In fact, it's accelerating. This year, the Chinese have generated 14% more electricity from coal than they did last year. Same thing in India. 80% of all of that country's electricity now comes from coal. That's up from 73% just last year. Now, it's not a small thing because those two countries make up a third of the world's entire population. And it's not just India and China. Last year, Indonesia burned 33% more coal than it did the year before, and so on. Something you should also keep in mind is that burning coal for electricity bears little resemblance to what it used to look like. There are fairly sophisticated emissions scrubbers. It's not quite as bad as it once was for the air. But does John Kerry even know this? Does he know any of this? Does he care? Probably not. Global warming may be global by definition, but according to John Kerry and everyone else in the Biden administration, only the United States causes global warming. Watch Carmela Harris threaten anyone who refuses to believe that. Around the world, there are those who seek to slow or stop our progress. Leaders who deny climate science, delay climate action, and spread misinformation. Corporations that greenwash climate inaction and lobby for billions of dollars in fossil fuel subsidies. In the face of their resistance, and in the context of this moment, we must do more. <laughs> Obey or we'll hurt you. Now, in a healthy, decent society, of course, everything you hear is measured through a binary. Is it true? Is it false? Is the person saying it an honest person or a liar? Misinformation is not a category. But in America in 2023, the question of whether something is true or false is immaterial. The only thing that matters is, does it challenge the regime? Is it, in other words, misinformation? And if it is, Carmela Harris suggests, they're going to punish you. The only crime is questioning what the people in charge are doing. Now, if it looks like people like Carmela Harris and John Kerry are getting a lot more radical recently, they are. It's not your imagination. As the grand project of neoliberalism fails spectacularly around the world, collapsing under the weight of its own absurdity, the people who lead that project inevitably become increasingly hysterical and inward and apocalyptic. At this point, they are secular millennialists. They're screaming about doomsday like Jim Jones and his compounded Guyana. But the question is, how can the rest of us avoid drinking the purple Kool-Aid? Because there are real world consequences of this stuff. Michael Schellenberger is one of the best journalists in English. He's the author of Apocalypse Never, among many other works. He's been following this story. He joins us now. Mike, thanks so much for coming on. In a debate about actual science, the person in possession of the you know, cutting edge scientific information will present it to the public and then kind of welcome questions and then explain it. But that's not at all what we're watching here. We're watching people 
push an orthodoxy at increasing volume with increasing hysteria, hysteria and with increasingly severe penalties for disagreeing. So what is that? Yeah, I mean, I think what's so interesting about what's happening right now, Tucker, is that just even a year or two ago, global elites used to pretend to care about people, but they're not even pretending anymore. I mean, here they fly their private jets, you know, separate private jets, including for the prime minister of Britain, his foreign secretary, King Charles, all taking their own private jet at the very moment that they're raising energy prices to historically high levels. And as you just saw there with John Kerry demanding the shutdown of coal plants, which will mean that people will burn wood and dung in China and they will starve and they will uh, not have enough to eat and you'll have riots in the streets. I think that what's so different now is that the elites are just openly and blatantly expressing their hatred of humankind, particularly the hatred of working people, of poor people people both in the United States, in the so-called flyover states that they hate so much, but also in places like India and China and Africa, where people want to live a better life. And that's what coal has traditionally provided. You know, what's so interesting, of course, is that the obvious alternative to coal is natural gas. If you cared about climate change, if this was actually about climate change, you would just produce more natural gas because it produces half the carbon emissions of coal. The United States reduced our carbon emissions by 22% between 2005 and 2020, with 61% of that reduction coming just from switching from coal to natural gas. But John Kerry and other climate activists are against natural gas, and they've been stifling the production of natural gas, clean burning American natural gas, which is the cleanest in the world. So it's so, it's so obviously hypocritical, but worse than that, I think it's really anti-human. And that's really what gets added. It's a it's a religion, it's a cult, like you said, and it really is about being against humankind, against humanity. Well, there's so many interesting threads here. I mean, one is it that the rest of the world is ignoring it, and they pay lip service to it, and they're happy to sign treaties that they ignore or that have carve-outs for their behavior. But it really is an Anglosphere thing. It's a, it's, it's a Western religion. It's only the United States, Canada, Great Britain, New Zealand, Australia, who really believe, in Germany maybe, really believe this nonsense. And China and India are like, you know, we've got a billion people here. We have to feed them. They don't care. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's, there's a financial element here, obviously, too, where the largest donor to the Democratic Party, George Soros, but also Michael Bloomberg and a whole set of other oligarchs have a strong interest in keeping energy scarce. I think that's what is a big driver of this. Yeah. That's why they want to shut down nuclear plants, coal plants, they want to stifle natural gas production, and they want us to use weather-dependent, energy-dilute, primitive sources of energy, so-called renewables that are actually anything other than renewable. And these are technologies that require three to 900 times more land than natural gas or nuclear plants, and that, that keep energy expensive and scarce so that they can control the energy markets around the world. And so it's really all three of these things. It's sort of a grotesque display of anti-human power, of elitist power. It's also a religion. You know, these guys actually think of themselves as saving the planet, but it's also, it's just a grift. It's a scam in order to keep energy supplies, energy which should be abundant. I mean, natural gas and nuclear are, uh, you know, basically infinite sources of energy and trying to keep us scarce and uh, keep energy scarce and dependent so that they can exercise greater control over the population. Where are the energy companies, the oil and gas companies in this? You would think, since they're famously profitable and big, some of the biggest companies in the world, 
but they'd be making a lot of noise pushing back. They do in subtle ways, but they don't do it in public. Why is that? Well, they've basically been bullied into submission. And so you've seen the ESG movement has basically convinced the world that natural gas and nuclear are bad and that, you know, solar panels made by Uyghur Muslims in China and wind turbines, which are threatening to make the North Atlantic right whale extinct in the United States, that those are somehow better for the environment. It's, it's a complete corruption of science, of rationality. Anybody can see that natural gas and nuclear are the superior forms of energy, but the ESG movement has um, used uh, political activism to put pressure and also used pension funds to put pressure on the oil and gas industries to basically sell out their main product. I mean, here you have the, it's actually in many cases cheaper. I mean, natural gas is so abundant in the United States. It should be one of our greatest export commodities. And so they've gotten the pension funds organized through ESG. They've gotten the political actors like Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, to campaign against oil and gas, even though it's been the biggest driver of carbon emissions reductions over the last 20 years, and not just in the United States. I mean, people don't know that carbon emissions peaked in Britain and France and Germany in the mid-70s, mostly because of natural gas and nuclear. So I think you've just seen, you know, cowardice set in in response to some pretty intense ESG bullying uh, by activist pension funds and by, uh, you know, frankly, uh, sociopathic political leaders like Gavin Newsom. So, I mean, since this is fundamentally nonsense, the math doesn't work, as they say. Wind farms can't power the New York City subway. They can't fly airplanes. I mean, it's like it actually if you don't have cheap energy, you don't have advanced civilization. So how long does this kind of posturing go on before it has to end? I think, Tucker, I think you said it exactly right. I mean, we know that the pillars of foundation, the pillars of civilization are cheap energy, meritocracy, law and order, and free speech. And all yeah. four of those pillars are currently under attack. And so you start with cheap energy. I mean, you can't maintain modern civilization without cheap energy. We couldn't, we know we couldn't have had the Industrial Revolution for physical reasons if we hadn't, if they hadn't found coal and they hadn't made a use of coal with a steam engine. So the attack on, on cheap energy is truly an attack on modern civilization and, and it should frighten us and we should be aware to it and alive to it. I think, you know, what gives me hope here is that, you know, environmentalism, it used to have a kind of utopian positive side. That's all gone. I mean, we saw with Greta Thunberg and Extinction Rebellion, it became very nihilistic. It became very anti-human so dark it was basically just about preventing the end of the world preventing the apocalypse they used to still try to hide their hatred of humanity a little bit but this year i mean gloves are off and masks are off and you can just see here they are openly flying their private planes to a climate yeah. conference where they're demanding that ordinary people pay much more for energy that we keep energy supplies secure you know our electric grids right now in the united states tucker are in serious jeopardy. I mean, we're having reliability crises, not just in California. That's the most famous one, but we've seen it all over the country, Texas. We yeah. saw it in the, in the Midwest and Southeast last year during winter. So every we're, we're seeing an attack on the grid, which is really a testament to modern civilization. It's happening everywhere at the same time, Europe, United States. I, what gives me hope is that I think it's finally becoming obvious to people that it's a scam and that the people that are pushing this really hate civilization, or at least they hate civilization for others, they want it only for themselves, and that they're in the grip of a really dogmatic uh, cult philosophy. I mean, I think it's fair to call it a death cult at this point, 
when you're stifling energy supplies that are necessary to keep people alive, allow us allow poor people to escape from the use of wood and dung. I don't know what else you call that than an anti-human death cult. That's right. It's not environmentalism. It's the snarling face of tyranny, obviously. Final question. I read the other day um, that the new frontier in renewable energy, wind and solar, is to clear-cut forests, to cut all the trees down, because um, they somehow contribute to, to global warming, too. And I sort of wonder, like, Will people put up with that? What What about the old, I mean, are there still old-fashioned environmentalists who believed in trees, like Julia Butterfly Hill, who kept the redwood from being cut down by living in it? Like, people actually cared about the physical environment. Will they rally and say, I'm sorry, you can't cut all the trees down? Or they just sit back and watch it happen? You know, the truth is, Tucker, they've actually been organizing and rallying under the leadership of some pretty extraordinary people there's a woman named Lisa Lenoz, who I work with, who has done incredible work documenting how the increase of wind industry activity on the East Coast is directly causing the death of the North Atlantic right whale and the potential extinction of that species, as well as other whales. They've organized the Save the Right Whales Coalition, and we've seen huge popular response to it. I mean, even the people conducting the autopsies of all the whales being killed off the East Coast, Tucker, are paid off by the wind industry. So the wind industry has paid off the news media, they've paid off the politicians, they paid off the aquariums, um, they paid off Woods Hole. I mean, shame on Woods Hole. Yeah. These venerable scientific institutions have all been taking money from the wind industry. So you may, we may not see it in the mainstream news media, but you can find it on free platforms, free speech platforms like X and Rumble. The true story of the resistance to these environmentally destructive you know, so-called renewable energy projects. There is a resistance rising, not just in the United States, by the way, but also by indigenous communities around the world. From All right, so there it is. Uh, very interesting. Uh, you know, what they do leave out, what he does leave out is like Arabella advisors and foreign billionaires with these astroturf paid off fronts that actually are the ones that are, you know, pushing for their agendas. You know, that is, you know, we need to focus and maintain our focus on the foreign billionaires and domestic that are changing your world, guys. They're your culture. They don't call it culture for anything. It's a cult. It's a culture. Shady group. You're and you're and you're seeing it uh, blatantly presented right in front of you. One hundred percent of it's very interesting to hear. John Kerry talk about how more and more militant he is becoming. Isn't that interesting? considering his anti-war stance during the Vietnam era. Listen, guys, a lot of this stuff is predicated on this right here. The world is counting 44 years, 24 days, 13 hours. They are trying to tell you that this is how much oil is left in the planet to be extracted. This is their whole little game that they're playing. You will see this everywhere. The world has proven reserves equivalent to 46 times its annual consumption levels, meaning we only have 47 years of oil left. This is the cornerstone of what these climate idiots are jamming down your throat. And there's a very specific reason for that. And uh, he was touching on it a number of times in that little piece that he was giving us there. It It's cheap energy. What made America yeah. great to begin with? Cheap energy. America before the uh, the Industrial Revolution wasn't really even a competitor in the world stage against uh, Spain, against England, against uh, Rome, against all of these other nation states. We weren't even a competitor until we started building things whenever oil became available to us. And again, this is not some sort of, of a supply 
that is, uh, uh, I can't think of the word that they say, whatever it is, but it's not going to end one day. There is limitless amounts of natural gas in the earth. There is limitless amounts of oil to access. We shouldn't need that in the long term, considering, let's say, you go forward 50, 60, 70 years, innovation should take hold. But the truth of the matter, this is the funny thing. They want you to get to uh, clean energy, but they don't want to give you cheap energy to get there, meaning you can't get to clean energy. What do I mean by that? Well, to get to clean energy, you have to have people that innovate. And to have people that innovate, you have to have people that can keep and, and distribute and have the rights and ownership of whatever it is that they create. Well, currently, anyone that does that is completely attacked, marauded, pushed aside, uh, uh, shunned, shamed, smeared, if you do anything close to something like that. So the reality of the situation is the only way we're going to get to eventually not using oil for energy is to make energy cheaper, not more expensive. They're doing it in, they're doing the opposite of what they say they're doing, and you can tell right there. Yeah. Wow. You know, and, and Trump says that we have, and we have abundance of oil here in the U.S. And what he's really worried about is nuclear, uh, the nuclear bombs. You know that that is that that'll cause some severe climate change if you guys don't know what climate change really is. And uh, it was interesting well, to see him last night talk about that, Judy. Yeah. Also, also the 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 uh, points that he's making about making a tank out of, uh, you know, electric cars and making planes out of you know, these things can go like 200 miles or whatever. There is limitless amounts of oil under this country. Limitless. Mm -hmm. They do not want you to know that. Not even including Alaska. Take Alaska and Anwar and all that stuff out of it. They don't want you to know that. The reason that they don't want you to know that is because if oil is cheap, then you are going to be productive. If oil is cheap, then you are going to, to your energy is going to be easy. You're going to be warm. You're going to have a car. You're going to want to go places. You're going to want to explore. But if there's no availability of that stuff, guess what you're not going to want to do? Any of those things. Amen to that. And, you know, these batteries in the EVs are more detrimental to our environment than the gas and the oil. Shady, pretty interesting. That's a, that's a, no, that's a great point. And, and even, even to further that point, what about the, um, hundreds of thousands of cars that are sitting here that nobody's buying you know what kind of environmental disaster is that going to turn out to be because people aren't going to buy these things even the ford uh, evs from a year or two ago are already starting to break down so you know yeah how's that on the environment we're just going to bury a bunch of uh of these batteries what are you going to do with these batteries you can't take them out of those cars and put them in these cars that's right let me just see if i uh look at this guys this is uh Bloomberg, and this is uh, the the China's EV abandoned EVs, guys. This is just in China. Look at that. What's going to happen to those in your environment? Pretty it's interesting. Insane. No, I mean it is absolutely disgusting what is being done at 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 the you know in the spirit of climate change and, and the way that the, the Chinese are going along with this stuff, like you said, like th this is an, that is an environmental disaster, but, it, but it's not just the EV cars. You know, you even talking to some of these other stupid climate stuff, like recycling, for instance, all the recycling that people have been doing for the last 10 or 15 years. Guess what? A huge amount of that was going to China 
And guess what? They weren't recycling it. They were just dumping it out on the ground, and the American government was paying them to take your trash. It's not being recycled at all. That's another big scam. You know, pretty much the only thing that they can actually really recycle is glass and cardboard. Mm -hmm. Look at that guy. I mean, this is just insane, folks. Uh, it's real. You know, so these are real questions that we should ask. And you get attacked by the people that are uh, driving their little electric vehicles. Uh, you know, whatever. It's, it's all good. You can have those if you want. But allow us to have a choice, Shady Groove. Yeah, and guess what you did? You gave Joe Biden $7.5 billion to create a whole lot of charging stations around the country a couple of years ago. $7.5 mm -hmm. with a B. Guess how many charging stations you have. Zero. That's how many. You have none. None have been built. For $7.5 billion two years ago plus, there is not one station that could be pointed to that that money paid for. You don't think that this is a corrupt money laundering scam? You're not looking hard enough. That's right. That's right, guys. Very interesting. Yikes. <laughs> a lot yeah. of interesting Yikes news right. today. Yeah, yikes is right. Um, and, you know, we just need to drain this swamp. We need to get behind Donald J. Trump, um, uh, you know, to, to, to win. Uh, we don't want any of these, you know, uh, losers in his cabinet, especially ones that attack, you know, Trump, you know, Trump supporters. Uh, we're probably one of Trump's biggest supporting uh, independent media shows out there, in my opinion. Uh, and this is interesting. I want to go over this one. This is how convenient she did. Another how convenient. This is Michael Flynn's bank raised alarms on transaction after Trump fired him. Uh, boy, we're, we're sitting here donating to this guy. And uh, I want to just report on this. This is from an article from the FinCEN Files investigation. This is about money laundering. The FinCEN Files, it's about money laundering, okay, from BuzzFeed. And in 2017, Michael Flynn, President Trump's first national security advisor, acknowledged that he concealed lobbying work that may have helped another country, Turkey. That's when the Bank of America decided it was time for action. Uh, do we think that it's okay for somebody to get half million dollars, $530,000 in wire trans transfers that originated from a Turkish bank account? So uh, the half million dollars Flynn's firm received has previously been reported uh, but the writings on a uh, suspicious activity report uh, and its receipt by the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Enforcement new, uh, Network, or FinCEN, has not. This new information highlights major finding of the FinCEN files investigation. Banks often miss suspicious transactions when they occur. Somebody's safe, Shady Goof? Uh, by law, banks must notify government when they detect transactions bearing the hallmarks of money laundering and or financial misconduct. These signs include large round number transactions or payments between companies with no discernible business relationships. By time and time again, the FinCEN files investigation shows that banks examine suspicious activity only after they are prompted by events in the news. The details in the Bank of America's May 4th, 2017 Suspicious Activity Report, or SAR, shed a light on Flynn's actions at a time when they and his legal fate are subject to intense scrutiny. Flynn pleaded guilty in 2017, making false statements to the FBI. He became a cooperating witness, agreeing to help government in its case against former associate charged with illegal lobbying on behalf of Turkey. But Flynn broke with prosecutors and tried to withdraw that plea. This year, with Trump, this is uh, obviously um, 
this year with Trump seeking re-election. Flynn's case has been caught up in a series of legal battles, and Trump's Justice Department has sought uh, to have the prosecution withdrawn despite the guilty plea. A federal judge currently sorting through the case, trying to determine whether Attorney General Bill Barr has standing to, in effect, exonerate Flynn. The Bank of America SAR was included in a trove of records compiled by law enforcement, and it's a part of an, its inquiry into Russia interference in the 2016 presidential election. The documents were part, part of, uh, of more than 2,100 SARs, suspicious activity reports that BuzzFeed News received and shared with the internal consortium of investigative journalists and more than 100 news organizations around the world as part of their FinCEN files investigation. SARS are not in and of themselves evidence of any crime, but they support investigations and intelligence gathering. Bill Halden, a Bank of America spokesperson, told BuzzFeed News <coughs> that he could not respond to questions about Flynn Intel Group's transactions. We don't comment on the existence of SARS reports, he said. Flynn's attorney, Sidney, Sidney Powell, did not re uh, respond to the request for comment. But according to the SAR, the Bank of America decided to review the account of Flynn Intel Group after Trump fired Flynn on February 13th 2017. Trump said he took the action because Flynn lied to Vice President Mike Pence about his contacts with then-Russian Ambassador Sergei Kislyak, and a month later revealed in documents filed with the Justice Department that though he had never registered as a foreign agent, his lobbying work may have principally benefited the government of Turkey. Flynn would later admit to prosecutors that he made false statements in those documents. Bank of America automated monitoring system, as well as news reports about Flynn and his firm, sparked the review of his account. According to the SAR, it cites, it cites uh, revelations about the deal Flynn's company struck with the Dutch firm Innovo BV and its Turkish owner, Ikim Alptekin. Alp, Alp, Alp uh, the bank's SAR flagged the three wire departments uh, wire deposits totaling $530,000 into Flynn Intel Group's uh, from account from Al Patekin, uh payments that originated from Yapi Credit Bank in Istanbul. Quote, due to negative media regarding the relationship between former National Security Advisor and Mark Flynn, the Turkish en en entrepreneur, Akim Altekin, and questions surrounding the source of funds to the wire deposits appear suspicious, the SAR said. Shady Groove, what do you think? Well, a couple of things. Number one, I do believe in freedom. I really do believe in freedom and the freedom of any individual to do what it is they need to do to make things work for themselves. But the idea that people that we raise up and train and put through the military and put out there to, on the battlefield to do different things or whatever during their life of service. And then after they finish their service to have the ability to go to foreign countries and make hundreds of thousands of dollars for speaking engagements just doesn't sit right with me. It's uh, very similar to the way that what Bill Clinton was doing didn't sit right with me. I don't understand that. Like there really is no, uh, uh, there's nothing on my radar that makes me think that you could go to these, to these countries and they're going to give you a half a million dollars to do a speech and that there isn't some other quid pro quo type attachment to said speech. I don't know that there is. I don't know that there isn't, but it definitely doesn't look good. And our military should not be doing this in any capacity. None of them should be doing this. The military industrial complex is not there to go advise foreign countries. I'm sorry. We paid for it to advise That's, our country. Right. And, and we're learning that a lot of these, you know, uh, uh, Russia contacts have to do with Roger Stone, question mark. 
And General Flynn, question mark? It's very interesting, Shady. It's all very interesting. Yeah. So, what time is it getting to be? Oh my gosh, one forty-three. Wow. Really we got. Really, go ahead. You don't really see these suspicious activity reports on Trump. No. Isn't that interesting? No, you. I, I, yeah, Donald is. Trump was the president for four years. Did you see Donald Trump go to a foreign country and give a speech for five hundred thousand dollars? Well, I don't know if this was giving a speech. Well, I, I was comparing him to Bill Clinton. Oh, gotcha. Hi, Shady. Leave me out of it. No, I'm not leaving you out of it because you were the one that was doing it. I'm just making the comparison. After Bill Clinton's election, he went all over the world, was giving speeches everywhere. 200,000, 300,000, 400,000, 500,000. Barack Obama was doing similar things, going around the world, getting money for speaking engagements. Did Donald Trump do that? And did somebody else do that in general? Hmm. Good questions. No answers. All right, so moving on, Shady Group, we got Joe Biden. It appears that he is panicked. Let's check it out. Partisan angry politics can't get in the way of our responsibilities of a leading nation in the world. And literally, the entire world is watching. The entire world is watching. What will the United States do? Think if we don't support Ukraine, what's the rest of the world going to do? What's Japan going to do which is supporting Ukraine now? What's going to happen in terms of the G7? What's going to happen in terms of our NATO allies? What are they going to do? We walk away now, they'll only embolden other would-be aggressors. <clears throat> so I'm calling on Congress to do something and do the right thing. To stand with the people of Ukraine. Stand against the tyranny of Putin. Stand for freedom. Literally stand for freedom. Let's get this done. We're the reason Putin has not totally overrun Ukraine and moved beyond that. You all heard me talk about it before. <laughs> in fact, how many of our European friends are going to continue to fund? And at what rates are they going to continue to fund it? This is too serious. Like I said, I am willing make significant compromises on the border. We need to fix the broken border system. It is broken. And thus far, I've gotten no response. So I just, uh, we're going to be a vote a little bit later today. We'll know where we go from there. But I wanted to make this comment before the vote, and I'm sure I'll be talking with you after the vote. Thank you very much for listening. Mr. President, given the current impasse, would you be okay with Democrats willing to uh, put more on border policy to get this current package through? Yes. What would you be okay with Democrats agreeing to? I've already laid out in our negotiations, Langford and others, what we're willing to do significantly more. Particularly, by starting off equipping the border capacity that we need on the border, from judges to more border security in addition to making some substantive changes. But they're unwilling to do it. We thought we, I, I really thought, <clears throat> I felt good for a while. I thought we were making some real progress. Langford's a decent guy. It looked like he was prepared to move in a way in a direction that we could come up with a compromise, both changing in substance, changing policy on the border, as well as security at the border. But they walked away. It's take everything we have here on their one proposal, which is extreme or nothing. In the meantime, 
Nothing means we don't get any support for our friends and our innocent people of Ukraine. Anyway, I'll talk to you more. Does anybody anyway. here care about innocent people in Ukraine right now? With the way our country is, Shady Groove? Does anybody care about Ukraine? And a little dude going, give, 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 give. No. We want our wall. And there, it's that's it. No more. Not a penny more to any other country, Shady Groove. How about that? I, I, I can get 100% on board with that. Uh, by the way, I wanted to remind you before I go into this uh, about the, uh, the Mike Lee. Uh, uh, we had the Mike Lee clip. I don't think that we got to that yesterday. But, uh, but interesting that what he's saying there about Putin. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me fill you guys in on something. Putin doesn't want Ukraine. Dun, dun, dun. Guess what? Putin has already accomplished the mission that Putin wanted to do in Ukraine by isolating the Ukrainian Azov Battalion from the people there in Western Ukraine that, that were uh, of Russian descent that have been under attack for the last 10 years. That's exactly what's going on over there in Ukraine. And, and uh, we have Lloyd Austin, this guy, this little piece of work here. Here's what he says today. Lloyd Austin warns Congress failing to pass Ukraine aid very likely leads to U.S. troops on the ground in Europe. Now, think about the way that this guy is presenting this. Warning Congress that failing to give money to Ukraine is going to lead the Pentagon into being pissed off. So we're going to send troops over into Eastern Europe because we don't have any money to fund Ukraine. Can we get a little bit of... Uh, I don't know, Alka-Seltzer or something in here for the headache that you have to go through to understand what these people are talking about every day. Defense Secretary also warning Congress Tuesday that if lawmakers fail to pass more aid to Ukraine, that it's very likely it will lead to U.S. troops on the ground in Europe defending NATO allies in other countries Russia may target. The Biden administration does not want you to know that Vladimir Putin is not attempting to take over the country of Ukraine, everyone. That's not his intent. He doesn't want Ukraine. And if I were Vladimir Putin, I wouldn't want Ukraine either, considering what's been going on there for the last four decades. And here's uh, Mike Lee eviscerating Ray. 23 PCOB report disclosed two additional intentional incidents. Uh, intentional wrong searches from 2022. One instance from 2022 in which Two analysts conducted queries seeking information about a person who was a potential tenant of a rental property owned by one of the analysts. And another instance from 2022 in which an NSA analyst conducted queries on two occasions seeking information about two individuals that the analyst himself had met through an online dating service. Were the FBI employees who conducted those two illegal searches, were they terminated? Well, you lost me there for a minute. You referred to an NSA analyst? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, NSA analyst, do you know wh whether anyone at the NSA uh, uh, was disciplined for that? And if they worked at the FBI, would they be subject to discipline? Well, I, I don't want to get into hypotheticals, but as far as NSA analysts, I think that would be a question for, for NSA. Now, were FBI employees uh, involved in those? Uh, uh, and if they had been, would their security clearances have been terminated? Again, I, I don't want to get into hypotheticals, but we have, uh, we, have, we have both the disciplinary process, which is separate from the security clearance yeah. process, and somebody who uh, takes 
who engages in a compliance I, violation related to 702 could be relevant to both. I understand. Yeah. I, I would hope that the default answer would be yes, they'd be subject to having their security clearance stripped and be subject to dismissal. Now, in an April 2022 opinion, the, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court noted the following searches of Americans' communications. 19,000 donors to a particular congressional campaign, 133 Americans participating in civil unrest and protests uh, in the summer of 2020, and um, Americans who were in the vicinity of the Capitol, uh, not necessarily inside the Capitol, but in the vicinity of the Capitol on January 6, 2021. The DNI's semiannual assessment of Section 702 disclosed illegal queries conducted in 2019 to 2020 quote, using only the name of a U.S. congressman. The FISA court disclosed two particularly egregious searches from 2022. In June of 2022, an analyst conducted four queries of 702 information using the last names of a U.S. senator and of a state senator without further limitation. On October 25th, 2020, a staff's operations specialist ran a query using the social security number of a state judge who had, quote, complained to FBI about alleged civil rights violations perpetrated by a municipal chief of police, close quote. Were the FBI employees who conducted those illegal searches terminated, or did they have their security clearances stripped? Yes or no? Again, I don't know that I can speak to specific instances, but what I can tell you, and I guess is important to this exchange, is that all of the instances you just listed off all involve conduct that occurred before the reforms that before we put in place. Before the reforms you put in place, reforms, the text of which we don't even have access to, reforms that you've put in place. I've been on this committee for 13 years. During the entirety of those 13 years, I've expressed concerns to FBI directors appointed by presidents of both political parties and three different presidential administrations. Every darn one of them has told me the same thing. Don't worry about it. We've got this taken care of. We've got new procedures. It's going to be different now. It's never different. You haven't changed. And you keep referring to these policies, these new procedures. We haven't seen that. We're not even allowed to have access to it. And we have absolutely no reason to trust you because you haven't behaved in a manner that's trustworthy. You can't even, as we sit here, tell me that people who intentionally, knowingly, deliberately violated the civil rights of American citizens, that, that they were fired or that they had their security clearance stripped. Now, in 2022, FBI and other agencies searched Americans' communications over 200,000 times, only 16 of which were evidence of a crime-only searches that returned information. I'd like to ask you to, to give a, a yes or a no uh, answer to these questions. Were the three related batch queries consisting of over, over 23,000 separate queries relating to the events of January 6th, were those evidence of a crime-only queries, yes or no? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. The answer, what is, I can't, what, the answer is no. I, what I do I, know the answer. The answer what, is no. Were there 141 I, queries for the activists arrested in connection with the uh, George Floyd protests uh, here in Washington, D.C., evidence of a crime-only queries? Those were non-compliant queries. Uh, and again, they all predate the reforms that we've put in place, which, which before echo we, other reforms that ever, other FBI directors which, have told me about to, every darn year. If How about I may, the 19,000 donors to a political campaign? The answer there is no. What about the query for a sitting member of Congress? The answer there is no. What about the query involving a U.S. senator, which for all we know could be any one of us? The answer is no. And so what, what does that tell me? Well, what I'm hearing and what 
these data points all point to is that a warrant requirement or prohibition relating to quote unquote evidence of a crime only queries would not have been uh, something that would have prevented any of the most egregious examples of the abuse that we've seen under Section 702. So the FBI is already required to obtain a court order in some circumstances before accessing the contents of Americans' communications in the context of 702. They're already required for that in some circumstances. Since 2018, how many times has that requirement been triggered according to government reporting? Do you know? You talk about the so-called F2? Yes. Yeah, I've, uh, how many times has it been triggered? Yes. I think, it, I think there have been two instances where I think is maybe the number. 100, 103. 103 times yeah. it's been triggered. And out of those 103 identified times, the FBI should have obtained a court order. How many times did the FBI actually obtain one? You know? Now that I think the answer is none. Zero. So you're telling me that the FBI has completely ignored the limited court order requirement that it's already subjected to. You have the audacity to come here, and you told us that getting, uh, adding a warrant requirement to 702, even for queries involving U.S. persons on U.S. soil, that that would amount to some sort of unilateral disarmament. That, you have a lot of gall, sir. This is disgraceful. The Fourth Amendment requires more than that, and you know it. I know every single time for centuries, even prior to the founding of this country, there were similar protections built into the laws of the United Kingdom before we became a country. Even then, the government was making the same darn argument you're making today, which is, it's too hard. This would make it hard for the government. That's why we have a constitution, sir, and you must comply with it. Mr. Chairman, may I respond briefly? When you ask why are things different this time, I would point you again to the findings of the court and the department themselves, both of which have not been shy about identifying some of the same instances that you cited in our colloquy. They themselves have observed the effectiveness of the reform, which is why the uh, pre versus post date of the reforms becomes very significant. So that's number one. Second, second uh, as to your claims about constitutionality, I would point you back to what the case law actually shows on this subject, which is that no court has found 702 in its current form to be uh, unconstitutional, and every court to have looked at it has found it to be constitutional. Well, and last point... How lucky last for you, point, because no one has standing to do that. No one knows when they're being surveilled. That, that, that is not an argument, last, sir. Last point, Mr. Chairman, uh, is that in some of the instances, and you went through a number in your uh, questions, in some of the instances in particular that I know about, uh, those are instances where the queries were run in order to get to a public official member of Congress to warn them about foreign influences targeting yes, them. And a warrant would not have enabled that. We yeah. call those consent searches. And consent searches do not require a warrant, sir. And you know that. There is nothing that you have done that is not entirely within the FBI's control and supervision. You're asking me to believe something that is not. So eviscerated, Shady Groove. The guy couldn't answer the question. Absol Absolutely eviscerated. And, you know, right there, you can clearly see what's going on. The Patriot Act was used to weaponize the Fisk court. 
Okay, the Fisk court is what they are wanting to protect. This is what this establishment wants to protect. This is their little inn, their little secret court, their little star chamber over there where they can do whatever the hell they want to do and there can be no oversight by anybody. The whole damn thing needs to be thrown out. There's no use for a Fisk court. It should not exist in America. If you got something to say, if you got something to prosecute somebody, if somebody has committed a crime, then by all means, prosecute them but you do not get a secret court where the person that you are prosecuting doesn't get a representative in america that is complete bullshit and it should not exist boom and it's been weaponized shady groove against americans against you and your family wow it's crazy crazy uh shady groove that's wednesday it's wednesday tomorrow's thursday and that's it for today. Wednesday's gone. All right. It's Wednesday evening now, Shady. It's Wednesday night. <laughs> we have a great show for you tonight. <laughs> I have a great show for you uh, tonight. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And don't forget to shine. God bless you all. We love you. And we will see you tomorrow, Shady Groove. Good show. Much love, guys. In truth, everybody runs around every day talking about truth, and they're trying to get to the truth, and they want to hear the truth. That's one of the biggest lies I've ever heard in my life. Soldier, keep on marching on. Head down to the work is done. Most people have no desire whatsoever to even get within 100 miles of the truth, and in some instances, that's too damn close. So my conclusion is most of you are going to get exactly what you're going to deserve over the next who knows how many years. Some of us are going to rise to the occasion. We are going to shine. We are going to shine. We're going to sparkle like diamonds in the sunrise on the most beautiful day that you can remember that you've ever seen in your life. And we're going to do it simply and only because it's the right thing to do. For the human race. For God for our children, for the future of this world. Keep on marching on. Head down to the and it won't matter what happens to each of us as individuals. The only thing that will matter is that we rose to the occasion. We sparkled. We did what was right when no one else would. We said what was right when no one else would. We spent our money for the right things when no one else would. We worked and toiled the cause of freedom when no one else would. We took the slander. We took the libel. We took the bullet. We took the prison. 
took wounds, we took death, we took whatever was aimed at us. And we will prevail. It may take a long, long time. I may not see it in my lifetime. I may not live to be a part of the victory celebration, but I will be victorious. But all of those with me will be victorious. And we will shine. www.mg.show you all stand around and talk about it. We put on the armor of God a long, long time ago. Boom.